0: unrepentant, and in your face, with a style that is always funny, fresh, and never boring. Join Delhi as he discusses various relevant and trending topics as he keeps you informed, engaged, and entertained. Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God unifying our vision, and building our future. Those were the words tweeted by Kanye West. He also went on to say, I'm running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. I want to think that Kanye may have been joking, but knowing how egotistically self-centered this guy is, I doubt it is a joke, he is dead serious. But we all need to realize this. We don't know if he had submitted any form of paperwork with regards to his intentions to run. And secondly, a vote for Kanye West will be a win for Donald Trump because I think that all he wants to do is to pull votes away from the Democratic Party to himself so that the democrats can possibly lose the election to donald trump remember that photo of kanye along with trump looking all mind controlled out okay i'll be back the possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary especially if you're one of approximately eight million current or former smokers at high risk that's why SaveByThescan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByThescan.org. It could save your life. SaveByThescan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. So let's assume that Kanye West is serious about running for the 2020 elections, which is only four months away, by the way. Let's assume that he has submitted his uh, paperwork to become a candidate, a viable candidate. What do you believe will happen if Kanye West win? Um, we know for a fact that there are those who will vote for him. Because he is a celebrity. Um, We know that there are those who will vote for him because he's known to speak up and speak out about any and everything. We also know that Kanye West, the human being, is very narcissistic and self-centered and egotistical. Those things we do know for a fact about Kanye West, additionally, or in addition to him being very outspoken. Unfortunately, some fans already tweeted their support for Kanye. And uh, we don't know if he's serious, but let's suppose he is serious about running. What Kanye will end up doing is pulling away votes from the Democratic Party. A lot of people who do not like the Democratic Party um, and do not like uh, Joe Biden and where the party is heading. These same people at least some of them, do not like Donald Trump himself. And so, a split vote in this upcoming election would, in my opinion, only serve and benefit Donald J. Trump. Kanye West, if he's serious, could be a spoiler for the Democratic hopes for a win in this election should Kanye decide to run. Still he's granted at least one notable endorsement from Telsa CEO Elon Musk, who was recently photographed with Wes responding to his tweet, You have my full support. Kim Kardashian, however, retweeted her husband's announcement with an American flag emoji. West Announcement isn't the first time he's teased with the idea of running for the U.S. presidency. He's been saying that for a while. And um, in January of 2019, he tweeted 2024 seemingly delaying his plans. Donald Trump campaign, however, must be very happy when they hear that. As you know, they're not good at fact-checking. So I'm not sure if they know that Kanye has not yet submitted an application or paperwork, but I am sure they're happy if Kanye is in the race because it is evident that Kanye and Donald Trump has some kind of a relationship, stranger or whatever, they have some kind of relationship, and they have a lot in common, being narcissistic, being self-centered and self-absorbed, being um, everything about them. They're a perfect match, a match made in hell if you ask me. Nonetheless, they seem to be a perfect match. Over the last few years, Kanye has both gained and lost fans over his vocal support of Donald Trump. He regularly tweeted his admiration for President Trump, Donned a red Make America Great Again cap, among other things he has done. But if you guys remember the photograph that was taken, it wasn't a photo, it was a video actually, of Donald Trump and Kanye West. And I believe that photograph was taken during the time when Kanye had some problems with Donald Trump and was speaking very badly about him. Somehow they got a photo up together and no one can convince me to this day that kanye was not under some heavy serious mind control in that photo he looks like he was out of it he looks like he was seriously being controlled and by looking at that video and that picture that day when he was being asked questions why did he why is he supporting donald trump and everything all he was doing is looking around in a weird way a very weird way. And his eyes didn't look right. His expression in his face didn't look right. And then after that, not very long after that, he went into isolation. I am convinced, I am seriously convinced that During that period of time, Kanye West was under some kind of Illuminati mind control situation. After he disappeared, that was obvious to me that they wanted him gone because he was saying some things that he should not have been saying about President Trump, his administration, and so on and so forth. So it is safe for me to say, I think, that Kanye has a relationship going with Donald Trump and Kanye is going to be used if given the chance to pull votes away from Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. Still, we aren't sure whether or not he's serious about running. But let's say he doesn't run in 2020. There's a strong possibility that he may run in 2024 because that seems to be Kanye's hopes and aspirations to become the president of the United States so he can control people's lives and so on and so forth. But hey, at this stage, we can assume that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. But who is to say someone worse will not come after him? Could it be Kanye West? A black man who they often portray as the devil and worst? Think about this and think about it seriously. It is possible that in 2024, if not 2020, Kanye West will run for the presidency of the United States. It is also possible that he will win Just like Donald Trump, who was a celebrity, win the election because of his name recognition, therefore, Kanye West, if run for office, stands a possibility where he will upset, seriously upset the political system as we know it. And you know, over the last few months, there have been several news headlines on Kanye West. Kim Kardashian allegedly convinced Kanye to support Black Lives Matters movement, Kanye West joins Black Lives Matters protests in addition to a $2 million donation. Kanye West at Black Lives Matter protests, the, the, the headlines are endless when it comes to Kanye West. And so he is positioning himself for something, whatever that something may be. Hello, I run for president. So he's positioning himself to... um. To, for something, something bigger than himself, I would say. But um, this is to be watched very closely because um, it surprised a lot of people that here's a guy who was in staunch support of Donald Trump. Suddenly he's finding himself aligning himself with the Black Lives Matter movement. And we know how a lot of people feel about the Black Lives Matter mu- movement comparing it as a marxist organization don't ask me where they get that from but you know they always create labels for stuff they do not understand and so we cannot sit back and take this guy's um voice not take his voice seriously is what i meant to say we have to take him seriously once again because he's narcissistical he is egotistical, he is self-absorbed, he needs all the attention on himself just like Donald Trump does, he's a black man, they want an excuse for another antichrist, a black man, and so once again if Kanye West enter the presidential race, any presidential race, he can pull votes from one segment to the other and that should be our concerns as voters that can we, if decide to enter the 2020 election will not spoil our opportunity for a newly elected president of these united states because You guys know I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Never was, never is, never will be. And he's not a president in my opinion. I've said that many a times without any filter. Donald Trump is no president. He doesn't have the class. He doesn't have what it takes to oversee policies. He doesn't have the class that it takes to ensure anything good come out of anything. This is why his presidency has been in such chaos and dismay since whenever he took office. I don't even care to remember. Remember, some things in life you just scared to forget, and that was one of them, okay? But let's not sleep on Kanye West. Like I stated before, he has a strong possibility, maybe not to win, but to pull a lot of votes from one place to another and in between. I'm just saying, so we need to be careful and watch this brother very seriously because he's serious about his intentions and you never know which way his intentions may guide him. You never know the final destination of his intentions. So as a result, let's not take him, let's not take him for granted. Kim Kardashian, however, she's also have a very strong voice that she has used in the past to to get some people released from jail, which is commendable to say that, you know, at least she's using her clout for some good. Others may see it differently, but I think it's a good thing, especially um, having those folks released from jail for stuff or crimes that they didn't commit. That's a good thing. That's something you can commend her on. However, I do not see her as this great hero or heroine, whatever you want to call her. I really don't care one way or another, but I don't see her as an example for anyone to follow because it's just is what it is. I'm just saying. However, if you folks out there are dumb enough to vote for Kanye or to make Kim Kardashian a first lady or whatever you feel like doing to her or making to her, if you're dumb enough to elevate her more than where she is right now, that's on you. That's a reflection of who you are as a human being. And it's a reflection that you do not care about America. And you quite honestly do not care one way or another. I'm just saying, don't shoot the messenger, accept the message. Yeah. But have you guys noticed how Kanye West has somewhat pulled himself away from Donald Trump and have embraced has embraced the Black Lives Matter's movement, police brutality and racial justice or racial injustice? Have you guys noticed that? He's leading up to something. Whether we like it or not, whether we know it or not, Kanye West is leading up to something. There's a decision that he has already decided on and has set his mind on that he is going to run for president of these United States and once again for the umpteen time, If Kanye submit his paperwork and he can run, whether this year or next four years, he is going to upset the Democrats, the Republicans, the Independents, because he's going to pull vote from one place and quite possibly scatter them all over. So let's not take Kanye West for granted. Is he in his right mind? I'm convinced he's not. Is he under some ultra mk whatever control i believe he has i don't know if he's still going through that or if he's been healed or redeemed from it that's for him to know and for me to find out but i also believe that he stands a chance of being a dangerous person if put in office we've seen signs of that many a times is he presidential hell to the no he's not are we willing to give him a chance Hell to the no, we should not. I don't need to know whether or not Kanye, or Kanye, whatever his name is, is um, presidential material. I don't even need to know. I don't even need a litmus test on that. All I know is that, just like Donald Trump, he is not right in the head, and he is bad for the American society, and quite possibly the global society any person who have experienced some of the things that Kanye has experienced on and off stage would know not to mess with this guy, especially when it comes to politics. Because if he goes in there, he's going to do what he feels like doing. He's going to say what he feels like saying. And just like Donald Trump, he's not going to be listening to anybody. And worst case scenario, he may not even serve a term if he's elected. Because you know, America is not even ready for another black brother. They're not. They will never. will be ready for another black man or woman for that matter. But I still believe that Kamala Harris is the right pick for Joe Biden's vice presidency pick. Don't ask me why I went off tangent to that. But I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, I had to get it out. Now, having said all the things that I have said, how many of you would join a line, wait long hours, without food, without water, with the sun pelting your head, and go vote for Kanye West? How many of you would honestly do that? I know I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I'm not the dumbest either. Why would I want to vote for Kanye, knowing that from a political standpoint, he doesn't really know much? He's a smart brother now. Don't get me wrong. He's a smart lunatic, but not smart enough to run a country of over 300 million people. But I would not trust Kanye with that. I don't know if I would trust Kanye to walk my dog. I don't know if I would trust him to feed my cat. Because I say it before and I'm going to say it again. Something just isn't right in his brain. He wants the attention, every attention that he can get. And he will go above and beyond to get that attention. Whatever it takes. Kanye West Is Kanye West. And come November, he's still going to be Kanye West. Come next year, he's still going to be Kanye West. Come 2024, Kanye West will still be Kanye West. Craving attention, do anything for attention, and as such, will run for presidency and split the vote that was meant for Joe Biden. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to Soul Food and Lemonade. I will be back. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No. No, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit ReadyLA.org. Brought to you by the City of Los Angeles Emergency Management Department, FEMA, and the Ad Council. Let me take a moment to introduce you all to AmpSocial.net. AmpSocial.net is a social networking platform that serves as a culturally inclusive alternative for creatives to share their artistry, display of activism, and acts of corporate social responsibility. With AmpSocial.net, you can have a good time doing good. Be sure to visit the site, AmpSocial.net. That's AmpSocial.net. Join today and start sharing and participating. That's AmpSocial.net. The government announced on Monday that international students will not be allowed to stay in the country if the institution in which they are enrolled is holding online-only courses this fall, and those failing to comply with the rules will risk deportation. Students on F1 and M1 visas who face such a situation must depart the country or take other measures such as transferring to a school with in-person instruction to remain in lawful status the immigration and customs enforcement agency said in a news release those who violate the rules may face immigration consequences including but not limited to the initiation of removal proceedings by the agency the news comes as colleges and universities including harvard have announced they plan to hold online only courses this fall as the united states struggles to get the corona pandemic under control the new rules are a blow to many international students who will be forced to either leave the country or scramble to transfer to a school to keep their legal status some who exit the country will face hurdles to learning online such as varying time zones you know I, I, I really do not get it, but I don't know why this administration is so set on screwing people over. What is the motive behind this? I do not know. I believe is well, I can only assume that just maybe it's a fear or a concern that some of these students will seek permanent residence in the United States Of course, we know that this administration is not fond of any foreigner coming here to live or I should say, any more foreigner. And so they will go above and beyond to put rules in place to um, discourage anyone from taking up permanent residency in the United States, especially if they're not, I guess, contributing to the economy. But people who are contributing to the economy, who are paying taxes, who may not have a permanent or a legal status, but they're paying taxes, they're contributing to the economy. So what is the logic behind all of this targeting students. I just do not get it. This administration has got to go. I don't I don't care what no one say. They have to go. The rules should not affect students participating in OPT. An agency spokesperson said. I'm not sure what OPT is, but I guess I'll find out probably eventually. Um, F1 students who have finished their studies to work in the United States for up to one year in a relevant field. I guess that's the meaning of the OPT situation. That they can work up to a year after they finish their college education or after they finish their studies. I'm assuming that's what that is. International students are 5.5% of the higher education population in the United States, totaling nearly $1.1 in the 2018-2019 academic school year, according to the Institute of International Education. Because they generally receive little or no financial aid, foreign students tend to pour large amounts of money in U.S. higher education institutions, which subsidizes Americans. Why are they picking on international students again? I don't know. Ah, uh, this, what What can I say? This this administration is a trip. So, remember um, Amy Cooper, the white woman who called the police on the black bird watcher in Central Park? Well, Amy Cooper, the white woman, caught in video calling police to claim that a black man was threatening her in Central Park after he asked her to leash her dog she faces misdemeanor charges over the incident the manhattan district attorney announced on monday cooper is to be charged with falsely reporting an incident in the third degree district attorney cy vance jr said in a statement video of her encounter with the blackbird watcher christian cooper in new york city made the rounds on social media in late may prompting widespread outrage The thing that keeps playing back in my mind is the fact that the cops could have showed up, no questions asked, arrest the guy, and were shot him dead. For anyone to make a false claim on anyone, whether you're black, white, or whatever, you should be facing jail time. Period. Jail time. There needs to be a law in place to deter anyone from making a false claim on any citizen because that could have caused this guy his life. I know it happened all the way in May but it's still relevant to talk about it now especially because she's been charged. But misdemeanor should come with a few weeks in jail or at least a month in jail along with community service. That's what she needs to get. It's ridiculous that people will go above and beyond to try to get other people, innocent people, I'm a say in situation like this ridiculous now here's another silly story black woman followed confronted by a white man in her own neighborhood police are investigating police in massachusetts are investigating an incident in which a black woman followed by a white man in her own neighborhood and made to feel unsafe julia santos 21 years old recorded a part of the encounter she was picking up dog foods that had been advertised on a community Facebook page from a Groveland house a mile from her own house when she noticed a man following her in his vehicle. As she turned as she turned to head back home, she reported to the police that the man in a vehicle turned around multiple times in an obvious effort to follow her there is a strong possibility that that guy could have kidnapped her and murdered her anything is a possibility in 2020 where racism has reached an all-time high so any scenario that you put out there is a possibility of what could have happened to this young lady especially now I am not trusting anything or anyone, okay? Now, instead of driving home with the man following her, she turned down a random side street and the man continued to trail her. She was then confronted by the man who allegedly accused her of suspicious behavior. Another resident emerged from their home and told the man to leave, which he did. In the video Santos recorded, she tells the man, I left and I saw you following me all the way here. And I turn up here because quite frankly, I don't feel safe right now. I don't feel safe with you driving around in my neighborhood. The man responds, why? There's just too many people, he says. So obviously he was trying to start something which could have escalated into something far worse. So luckily for her, she was able to call the cops and um, put an end to that man following her. You know, we're in a time where we cannot trust anyone. It is very hard to get to this point in our society, especially anyone that doesn't look like you. Because with the recent hangings that are taking place, not taking any chances, with recent random incidents of violence against black people, not taking any chances, I myself end up in some white neighborhood sometimes, and I am on high alert, very high alert, because you never know. Someone may just show up and tell me, guess what? I don't belong there. And so how how would you react to that? How would you really react to someone showing up and telling you that you don't belong in their neighborhood? For me, I don't know if I would react given the climate in which we are. But you never know. You never know until you're placed in a certain situation how you would react to that situation. And you know what? It's very important that I let you all know that if and when I show up in a white neighborhood, it is not because I have nothing to do in that neighborhood. It's because of my job. So... If you ever see me in your neighborhood, it's because I am working, nothing more, nothing less. Just let me put that out there. Because I don't want anyone to feel that I'm just showing up in their neighborhoods because I want to be there. No, that's not the case. It's because I'm working. You never know. So. I just thought you put that out there so everyone knows, if they see me, then you know exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just being silly right now, but I am dead serious at the same time. Yeah, I had thought that I'd finished talking about Kanye West until I saw this next news report put out by Forbes magazine. And a lot of you are going to be surprised by it, okay? But uh, I guess I'll discuss that when I return. Gonna take a quick break. And I'll return with more soul food and lemonade. But once again, let me remind you guys to check out AmpSocial.net. AmpSocial.net. Get used to that website for that portal. Because it's one of those sites that is designed for us by one of us. And it is your urban alternative to social media. I'm social.net. I want you all to remember that name. I'm social.net. Visit the site. Browse around, man. Check it out. You may like what you see. And you can help this site grow by not only signing up, but invite your friends, your neighbors, coworkers, pastors, everyone to join I'm social.net. I'll be back. Keep it locked. You're in tune to Soul Food and Lemonade. Thanks for listening to Soul Food and Lemonade with Delhi. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world... That you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Courtney Fadlin and friends present Saks Interpretations on Saturday, July 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern featuring David Baez, Dwight Foster, Kadrian Thomas, Leighton Kennedy, Sheldon Palmer, and Tony Smith. That's on Saturday, July the 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Be sure to save the date. Just when I thought I was done talking about Kanye West, Forbes.com has reported that Kanye West, his Yeezy fashion brand received a multi-million dollar PPP loan. Okay, you heard me. The story reads as follows. On the heels of his announcement, that he is running for president, documents reveal that billionaire Kanye West fashion company Yeezy received more than $2 million through the Paycheck Protection Program. That's the PPP. He owns 100% of the company, which Forbes estimates brought in close to $1.3 billion in 2019. Now, here are some key facts. Yeezy received between $2 million and $5 million through the PPP and said it saved 106 jobs, according to a report disclosed by the U.S. Treasury's Small Business Administration on Monday. Second point. The U.S. Treasury released the names of companies that have been given loans above $150,000 as part of the PPP after Democrats, government watchdog, and media organizations demanded more transparency. Third point. The SBA said that loans above $150,000 represent nearly three-fourths of the total loan dollars approved, but that 87% of companies received loans less than that amount and that the average is $107,000. Last and final point. Well, no, I have more. The PPP has received complaints about banks prioritizing big customers, favoring companies with ties to the Trump administration, and giving money to large companies, some of whom returned it after facing backlash. Here's another point. West has publicly supported Trump in the past, and their October 2018 meeting in the Oval Office raised eyebrows. Other companies with ties to the Trump administration got cash this round, including Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao, family's Business, Foremost Maritime, and Joseph Kushner, Hebrew Academy in New Jersey, which is named after Trump's son-in-law and advisor Jared Kushner's grandfather. So now you understand what is happening. Now you kind of... See why Kanye has declared that he's running for president? Now you see, as I stated earlier, that a vote for Kanye is a vote for Donald Trump. All of the pieces are coming together. People, we must read and we must analyze, strategize, dissect information and you must be aware that there's a tie there. There's a core between Kanye West and Donald Trump. Okay? Both are egotistical. Both are narcissists. Both are somewhat hot-headed. Well, a lot hot-headed. And they like each other. However, we must question everything. Everything. Every single thing. And right now, my mind is spinning with questions could the relationship that donald trump and Kanye west have played a huge role in kim kardashian kim kardashian's help in having those prisoners released could this have been an arrangement that was made that if you do x y and z for me i will do x y and z for you we have to question everything because Everything is not what it seems on the surface. I don't know exactly what were the arrangements, but I am thinking that there, have, there has had to be some level of arrangements that were secured by Kanye, Kim, and Donald Trump. Do this for me, and I'll do that for you. That's what I'm thinking. But you know what? I am done talking about Kanye because quite honestly and quite frankly, there are more important things to talk about. Enough of Kanye for this show. Hopefully, we'll never have to talk about him again, but there's no guarantee on that now. The guy is always in the news for something, good or bad. So I'm not ruling out the possibility of us doing another show about Kanye. Yeah. Not really. Well, Colin Kaepernick is back in the news this time around. Something good. Colin Kaepernick will be featured in an exclusive docu-series produced by ESPN Films as part of a first-look deal with the Walt Disney Company. The deal between Kaepernick's production arm, Raw Vision Media, and Disney was announced yesterday, Monday, The partnership will focus on telling scripted and unscripted stories that explore race social injustice and the quest for equality it also will provide a platform to showcase the work of minority directors and producers that is a beautiful thing much much beautiful thing you know what this guy deserves a break they're not doing enough to um, reinstating into the NFL and this is racial this is also political and the NFL now needs to do the right thing they have to do the right thing eventually playing the national and the black national anthem alone doesn't cut it at your games no nah. reinstate the brother and life will be <laughs> Life will get better after that, we hope. But if I was Colin Kaepernick, I wouldn't want to go back to the NFL, not knowing whether my life will be in danger, not knowing whether someone will arm in some way, shape or form. I wouldn't want to go back to the NFL, to be honest with you. I wouldn't want to play that game again, not with the NFL. And let me go as far as saying not with any other league for that matter, because I would assume that they're all a part of the same situations because we have to realize that birds of a feather flock together. So Colin, you are in a position where you can do whatever the heck you want to do because you have the money to do it currently. Obviously, you're getting deals and I'm sure those are not for free. So, venture into something different, man. Playing the game shouldn't be the end of your world. Explore other opportunities. And I'm glad that you now um, have a production company and you're doing that. But the sky's the limit for you, especially when you have some dough to show. I'm just saying, Colin, do something else. Don't bother with the NFL. Move on, close that chapter. By the way, if you just happen to be surfing through and come across this podcast, you are listening to Soul Food and Lemonade. Thank you for discovering us and please help to spread the word about Soul Food and Lemonade as I discuss various topics and issues and so on and so forth. You know, I am new to this podcast, but I'm loving it so far. Because, like everyone else, I have my opinions and I have conversations that I've had with friends. And I just thought, you know what, I'm somewhat opinionated, so why not do a podcast? So, here I am. Welcome to my world. (laughs) I just came across this... um, This uh, article which says outrage as Mississippi election commissioner complains, and I quote, the blacks are registering to vote in high numbers. That should not have been, uh, you know, some concerns, but apparently they're getting scared that black people are registering to vote in very high numbers. So a Mississippi elections official became the subject of social media fury over the weekend when she tweeted that she was, quote, concerned about a high increase in black voters. She, quote, I am concerned about voter registration in Mississippi. Gail Welch, an election commissioner in Jones County, Mississippi, wrote, quote, Blacks are having a lot of events for voter registration. People in Mississippi have to get involved, too. The Clarion-Ledger reported that Miss Welch wrote the comment on Sunday on Facebook. The comment then went viral across social media. What did she expect? What did she expect? You see, she's concerned that her Republican cronies down there in Mississippi and Trump will hold office and stay in office for as long as they can. But what she failed to realize is that Blacks are now empowered in great part due to the recent uh, killing of um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and all the other black people that we are fighting for. We are in a different day. We are in a different age. And I am hoping that those who have registered to vote will show up to the polling booth in great numbers. Don't let anyone hinder you from voting. I know a lot of people argue that your vote do not your votes do not count. Vote regardless. Vote regardless. Here in New Jersey, today is a um, the Democratic presidential primary. So I received a mail-in ballot which I've completed and mailed in. So I want my vote to count. Whether or not I feel like my vote my vote isn't counted, I'm going to vote because I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> That's the way I see it. I will not take any chance sit down and become complacent because this may just be a repeat of 2000 and um, whenever this guy gets in office, it may just be a repeat of that situation. And if my one vote could prevent it, hell, I will go out there and vote. So black people continue to register to vote in huge numbers, in great numbers, and on election day, actually get up, go out and vote. I don't care if you have a headache, a leg ache, or any kind of hike, for that matter. We must vote in huge, massive numbers come November. We must do it. We must do that. People are leaving New York City in great numbers. People are tired of high rent. And uh, I guess Corona kind of pushed them. But a lot of people are moving to Florida. <laughs> Talk about jumping out of the fire. Uh, well, jumping out of the frying pan. Into the fire. You're running from coronavirus here in New York. And you're running straight into coronavirus in Florida. Oops. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sure that's what some of you are saying right now. But um, people, people are used to going to Florida for vacation or to buy a second home. Now they're moving to Florida for good. Some people have just had enough of... Um, and I, I think for New York, it's a combination of things. It's, it's a combination of high rent, high cost of living, police brutality, among other things. Opportunities, though very much alive and well, only some people are getting these opportunities. And if even if you try to start something for yourself... Too many people in New York City for it to work. Well, I guess it's just a matter of doing research and knowing what what your uh, demographics is or are and just work with that. But um, New York City has become very, very expensive and a lot of people are just at that tipping point where they can't do it anymore, not on their income. And a lot of people have lost their income Due to the coronavirus, a lot of people still haven't returned to work. I have friends who are still waiting to get a call back to their old job. That call may never come. So they have to kick into another gear. They have to change another gear and try to find something else to do. You know, it's, it's just the signs of the times in which we are. And I do not believe that things will return to normal as it previously was. We're in a new age, new circumstances and situations, and as such, it calls for drastic actions if you're going to continue to survive and navigate these difficult times. And um, for some people, they're already living on very meager income, and so with this coronavirus, it just... Increase the hardships all the way around. When was the last time you got another 1200 or $2,000 check from the government? That seemed to have come to a halt. They expect you to live four, five, six months off $1,200 because that's the way they think. They want you to fend for yourself. But some employers aren't even trying to reemploy or employ anyone right now because they're struggling themselves and the government obviously isn't doing enough to ensure that you can survive, feed your family, feed yourself and keep a roof over your head. So people are really going through situations that I can't even fathom. I thank God every day. I wake up and I thank God for the job that I currently have and the fact that throughout coronavirus, I was still out there working. I was employed and still is employed. So for that, I am grateful. But I feel sad for those people who lost their jobs, lost everything right now. I really feel for these people. And um, we can only hope and pray that things get better, that things improve over a time. Um, and as I stated before, it will not get back 100% what it was before, but there's still light at the end of this dark tunnel. I believe that wholeheartedly. So keep hope alive and keep pressing forward. I know it's difficult, I know it's challenging. I know the odds are against you right now, but do not give up on yourself. The worst thing you can do is give up on yourself. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Keep pressing forward. If you have a skill, put it to good use. If you have talents, put them to good use. Don't give up on yourself. Don't do it. I can't stress that enough. Courtney Fadlin and friends present Sax Interpretations on Saturday, July 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern featuring David Baez, Dwight Foster, Kadrian Thomas, Leighton Kennedy, Sheldon Palmer, and Tony Smith. That's on Saturday, July the 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Be sure to save the date. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Visit ReadyLA.org and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by the City of Los Angeles Emergency Management Department, FEMA, and the Ad Council. Thanks for listening to Soul Food and Lemonade with Deli. Welcome to the final segment of Soul Food and Lemonade with me, Deli. You can follow this show on I'mSocial.net forward slash Soul Food and Lemonade. Just go to I'mSocial.net and you will see the banner there for Soul Food and Lemonade. Additionally, you can listen to this show on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Spotify. We are also on Apple Podcasts. Of course, once again, AmSocial.net. Be sure to follow us. And you may be wondering, what the heck is AmSocial.net? AmSocial.net is a social networking platform that serves as a culturally inclusive alternative for creatives to share their artistry, display of activism, and acts of corporate social responsibility. With AmpSocial.net, you can have a good time while doing good. That's AmpSocial.net, A-M-P-Social.net. I would like to make a request from all of you who may be listening to this podcast. You can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. And uh, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash delroy dash and there you will see the link for you to support and your small donation will really help to sustain this show All right, so this being my final segment, I just want to use it to uh, motivate someone out there who may be going through something at this point in their lives. You know, we all have situations that we go through sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes every once in a while. Whatever your situation is, do not allow it to, um, to change the course of your life. And the things that you're passionate about do not allow it to get you down so low that you cannot rise up from under it, all right? Stay positive always. Do things that interest you. You may not have a job right now, but you can volunteer at a nursing home or some other kind of facility. Use the opportunity that you have while you do not have a job to do some good in and around your community. Your community members will appreciate you for your effort and the time that you spend, the quality time that you spend helping to make a difference in your communities, uh, in, in, uh, in, the, in the life of your community is what I'm trying to say. So um, ways in which, some other ways in which you can volunteer is, uh, like I mentioned, go to a nursing home, help out. Go to a, uh, a food pantry, help them there. They always need help. They always need people to, um, to help share the food or to sort out clothes or whatever you can help. Volunteer at a children's hospital. Volunteer at um, a senior citizen's home. And there's so many other ways that you can lend your um, support to organizations in and around your neighborhood and in your communities. You should not allow the coronavirus situation to get you down so much. And I'm not saying that you don't have to think about you know what your next move is going to be as far as employment, as far as keeping a roof over your head and so on and so forth. Yes, you can do those things, but what I'm trying to say is do not dwell on those things alone, by helping out and volunteering, that can help lift that burden off your mind and channel all that energy into doing something positive, all right? I will not only use this show to talk about politics, among other things, but I'm going to use it to help motivate you guys out there, and in, 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 in motivating you, I'm motivating myself as well. So, it goes both ways. I do not want to see my people suffer anymore. We've been through a lot. Coming from another country to this country, I've been through a lot as well. There are people that I know who are going through some real severe crisis in their lives. And they feel helpless and hopeless. But it does not have to be that way. You have to go where support is. The worst thing you can do in this time is isolate yourself from the rest of the population or from your community or from your family because you feel helpless and hopeless. We all need somebody. It takes a village and we all need to be there for one another. I just want to encourage you guys to remain steadfast, remain focused, keep the protests going. Keep demanding change. Sustainable change, that is. Keep fighting for what you believe in. Keep on pressing forward. Keep your eyes on the prize. Because one day, one day, things will get better. Not only in America, but around the world. We hope, we hope and pray that things will get better. There's always hope, man. You have to be hopeful. You have to keep hope alive because it's the only thing, one of the many things that can get us through this crisis at this point in time. Family, it was great being with you today. Stay positive always, as I stated before. Remember to walk good, talk good, look good, feel good know that god is good if you know god is good it's all good until the next time stay blessed i'm out this has been soul food and lemonade thanks for listening to soul food and lemonade with delhi